Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Lovetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. Alabama, Alabama White Thing. Lovetto, is there anything you want to add to this? To what? The podcast. No. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Randy. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Randy and Ordina, touch it. My mom wanted to send us a uh, cease and desist letter. From whom? <laughs> From her. Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Stupidity. Welcome. What? <sighs> Are you done? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. So but how uh, you guys last week been? It's been it's been good. it's been a week. Has it's it been, been a week? week? Yeah, it's real good. It was a very condensed it week. It feels like week. I swear mm-hmm. it feels like this week was only a few hours. Yeah, a few minutes. Right. Yeah, really. Could have been could have been about about a good sixty of those minutes. Thirty or forty minutes, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. It's been a full moon this week. Yeah. It's been awful. It's been gorgeous. <laughs> The moon was pretty, yes. Look moon, great in sky. Yeah, moon was great. <laughs> Mostly orange with aura around. Everybody else, bad. Oh. Super bad. Yeah. Mm. yeah that was bad. the title of a movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Full moon. No. Super bad. We had a lot of werewolves. What? Yeah. Interessant. It was. So I mean, it wasn't. It was awful. I felt like I was getting waterboarded. <laughs> Right. Damn, that's that's rough as shit. Mm-hmm. Every full moon, especially <sighs> a super moon. All of the full moons. Super. All of the moons. Super. Oh, Alice. Lavetta, what do you have for us? I don't have anything. I have. I have already intervene. What were what you am guys? I intervening? So, what were you guys doing in January of 1959? I was not even a speck in anybody's eye. Okay, so not living. Randy. I um. My Jan- parents weren't January even living. 1959? January, like, yeah, yeah, just January, you know, around the 25th. I was actually uh, at the forefront of the whole hippie free love movement. Right. Okay. You, you weren't alive. Yeah. So I was you painting think. the picture. You so weren't you... painting any picture. You couldn't even paint your own self's Listen, picture. Uh, were you were you at the birth of Randy Clark? Uh, were you no, there? No, but were he you... wasn't even at the birth uh, in 59 either. Did you say no? So you don't know if he was born. Maybe I'm a I Benjamin do, Button looking motherfucker. He could just be telling us that. He could literally have been on this earth for thousands of years and he's just so telling us. So he's 60? Us. I'm the motherfucking Are Highlander. Are you 60? 160 maybe. You couldn't handle 40. You're 60 now? Maybe. 160. Well, I'm going to tell you <laughs> that in January... <laughs> That in January of 1959, there were 10 people uh, in Russia. All over? In the Ural Mountains in Russia. Oh. Oh. And they came from a polytechnical university. And they all held, they were very experienced hikers. And they all held this prestigious class two hiking certificate or whatever in, in the Soviet Union. Herzing? They were from Herzing College? if they crossed the Ural Mountains... They'll get the class three, which is the most prestigious in the in the Soviet Union. So these nine people, the leader was Igor Dyatlov. Then we have Yuri Doroshenko, 
and this, these are Russian names. So if I'm butchering them, I'm sorry for anybody that lives in Russia. But Lyudmila Dubanina, Yuri Krivan, Krivaneshenko, Alexander Kolotov, Zineda Kolmogrova, Rustem Slobodin, Nikolai Thibodeau, Seyman Zolotaryov, and Yuri Yudin all decided that uh, they were going to do this trek across the uh, Ural Mountains. The 10th person had rheumatism, so he ended up having joint pain and something else that, that he was like, I, I'm not doing it, I can't continue. So he didn't go, which turned out to be pretty fortunate for him. So in January 25th, 1959, these uh, nine people, 10 people arrive, hikers, in the Ural Mountains. Like I said, clad, there were seven men, two women. Uh, they were after that class three hiking certificate. Their goal was to get to the mountain called Gora Otorten, Otorten, O T O R T E N, and they set out for this goal on January twenty seventh. Around February first or second, they ran into a storm and they ended up getting uh, lost. So they made way to a mountain called Kolat. Ah, I can't say it. I don't know. It's S Y A K H L. Siakul, I guess, uh, which translates into Death Mountain. And they pitched a tent on the side of this in some trees for some cover from snow. And this was very serious to them. So they were very intent on completing this thing. If you know anything about like Eastern Europe, like cigarettes and booze, that's pretty much a staple, right? They left all that stuff behind. They only packed the necessities to make it. They just wanted to make this trek and then go home, get the certificate and go home. Through the 1st or 2nd of February... The guy that didn't go, they were supposed to send him a telegram when they made it to their goal to let them know that, you know, they were safe. So arrival date plus or minus four days, usually plus four days. The guy waited, didn't hear anything. So they declared them missing and a search and rescue attempt was made on February 1st or 2nd. The nine hikers, when they found them, uh, the tent was torn to shreds. Uh, There was a big gash in it. And it looks like the people had, these nine very experienced people had left this tent. The only shelter was minus 30 degrees outside, snowing, blizzard, snowstorm. They cut their tent open and left, and they found footprints that were, it it didn't look like they were scared. It was like almost like a single file, like very organized march out into the woods. The only thing that's crazy is that they weren't dressed for it. A lot of them were barefoot. And some of them were just in their underwear. And this is when they found the bodies. Um, they were just weren't dressed for that weather. So they, they, they leave. This track that I said they found went for like one and a half kilometers. That they walked in minus 30 temperature. They get up to a certain point And then 500, they get to like a, they, I guess they were trying to go to the trees is kind of what the consensus is. is they were trying, they left their tent and now they got to find somewhere else to to get warm because it's minus 30 outside. That's fucking cold as shit, right? Right. Um, once they started looking, they found, once they found the footprints, they, they followed them up and they get to kind of where they start getting covered by snow. And then 500 meters from that, they find, find a uh, remnants of a fire, a small fire. And they find uh, two bodies. The two bodies were Krivonyshenko and Doroshenko. 
They were found only in their underwear. They didn't have any shoes or socks or anything on. Branches on the tree, it was under a big-ass, like, Siberian pine tree they found them. The branches up to five meters high were all knocked off of the tree. These guys were, they had significant trauma. One of them had, like, gray fluid coming from their mouth, which indicates a significant chest trauma. Like, one of them had, like, 10 broken ribs like all of this stuff that the, the medical examiner said that this was like they got hit this guy got hit by a, a car but you know they're in the middle of siberia there's no there's no cars out there you know there was burns there was all kind of burns like cuts lacerate like they just got the shit beat out of them while they left the tent but it didn't look like they left the tent in a huge hurry between the the place, the pine where they found the first two bodies and the camp, they found, uh, I think, four more bodies. No, it's three. Uh, Dyatlov, which was the leader, Igor Dyatlov, Kalmogorova, and Slobodin. And they, uh, the way they died in the poses suggests they were trying to get back to the camp. The remaining four people were found two months later in a den. And it looked like they had uh, one of the girls that they found had her lips were missing parts of her her cheek was missing and it was such a deep like chunk that you could see the teeth like where the cheek was and then um they had taken clothes from the people that were dead suggesting they were trying to keep warm the the injuries to these people they included uh, multiple rib fractures burns heavy bruising cuts scrapes missing limbs cheeks like i said uh gray fluid from the mouth missing teeth and uh the ones they found in the den they didn't have any eyeballs so these group of nine really experienced hikers and granted this is remote like super remote you know go into the woods and then something causes them to cut their tent open and leave in the middle of the night not dressed and go out into the forest in a pure like in a okay this is what we're doing like like they're just sort of hypnotized to walk out the thing and they all you know they thought they were going to find them alive because they were so experienced but they so, did. They found all nine of them dead with all of these injuries. And the the weird thing is, is the government, like the Russian government, uh, listed uh, a bunch of them as their cause of death was hypothermia. When they had, uh, one of them had their skull completely crushed on all sides. One of them had, you know, like ten rib fractures. A couple other ones had things on their side that looked like they just got hit with batons and things like that. Uh, medical professionals said that there's no way that any of those injuries could have been caused by just a human, f- you know, fist fight or whatever. Right. So they, you know, named the past Dyatlov Pass. It's one of the big, they still don't know what happened. There's a couple of theories. There's a, um, like a local tribe or whatever. And they, they have these camera, like these pictures of them where they're looking at these markings on trees and stuff, which is from this tribe. They said the tribe's not always friendly. So one of the things is that they found them in the tents and forced them to march. Like they may have gotten scared and cut the way out of the tent and then they were caught and they forced them to like march down the mountain or whatever. But there's no, there's nothing really back that up. They, they said they found a, like a, it's called a chum. From what I heard in the video that I was watching about this specific part, it was a, basically a shrine where they were to sacrifice things like animals or whatever. But you know, they're trying to say they sacrificed the hikers, but there's no evidence that they ever did any sort of human sacrifice. Uh, the other thing is aliens did it. Like, they got in this battle with these aliens. But there's never been any evidence, I don't think, of alien abduction where they aliens were violent. You know, so that seems kind of out there. There were some weird pictures of lights 
uh, in the sky, and then they had eyewitness things say that they did see big lights in the sky, kind of like in that general area. I think that was it. That was only like then they just had other random like theories of how these people died or whatever. None of it really adds up to why or what happened to make these experienced hikers just sort of lose their mind in the, in the middle of so, of this hike. There was a thing called... Um, I I was curious about this level three um, hiking certification. Is it just like a, a prestige thing? Yeah, basically. Okay. I've tried to find information on that, but there was nothing. There wasn't any... I couldn't find anything about what these class two and class three hiking certificates like gay like benefit but that was their goal they wanted that all they had to do was trek across the urals and then once they got to the other side i guess they could submit something and get that that was the whole point of it they also uh, one of the other theories was paradoxical undressing which means that you get so cold that you think you're overheated so you undress right one guy was found with a piece of his own knuckle in his mouth because they said these people didn't die quickly uh, maybe the people that got beat up, but a lot of them didn't have these types of injuries, and, and they froze. They literally froze to death. And they said that um, he was probably chewing on his knuckles so hard like that to keep himself conscious, like inflicting pain to keep himself awake, and that he was probably in agony because he was literally freezing to death. And that's apparently is very painful. <laughs> Right. Uh, so he's out in the woods in the dark, minus 30 degrees. It's probably pitch black dark. And he's chewing on his knuckle trying to keep him awake. But none of that explains. They said that the, the first guy that they found in the tube by the tree could have probably tried to climb the tree. And that may be why he had chest trauma and all that stuff. He fell out of the tree while he's trying to find the camp. But that doesn't make any sense because if you look at the pictures of the camp, like it's all contained like they don't have a fire in the open they have a wood burning stove in this tent and it's piped out gas you know so they don't die from smoke right. inhalation or whatever but they they did they literally just tore the tent open in the middle of the night and just walked out into the woods and then they all were brutally murdered and they don't know who did it except for the three that were in the cave no, the, the three in the cave had that trauma to them. The one, in the, also one in the den is uh, one of the girls in the den had the cheek missing that her eyes were gone. So all some of, of them their were, eyebrows were, were taken, like the eyebrows were missing. And I, I always thought that like the cheek and the lips and stuff like that makes sense that, that if it was two months later that maybe frostbite right. they fell off. But or, I also, or scavengers. Yeah, but I also think that like, you know, she's frozen. But of course it was melting. I mean, you know, I don't not a lot to that but um a so, lot of information so on did that. the entire they had examiners there's report a lot come of out? pictures there's a lot of pictures that they took like on this trip and everything uh the examiners there wasn't really much i could find on any of that it just pretty much says they died of hypothermia and that's all they're willing to say they don't know it what happened to them it, it all defies any sort of logic like why would they leave the tent they had to have been scared something had to have scared them to leave the tent but what could have scared them that because like they had to have known that if they get up and leave like they were dressed that that's they're gonna die like i mean you had to know if i go out here unprotected at minus 30 because some of the refrigerant that we use burns or boils at minus 55 
Mm-hmm. So when it comes out of the tank, it's minus 55 degrees. And I have a, got a pretty significant burn on my hand. I mean, it was almost instant. Um, so I couldn't imagine being at minus 30 degrees, completely exposed, no clothes. And the way that that felt, yeah, they were in agony. I promise you they were, <laughs> they were in immense pain. So with the trauma, I've actually heard... I mean, we've heard this story before. I'm uh-huh. I'm sure people have, that are listening have heard the story before. But I've also heard that they may have accidentally crossed borders into a military testing site. No, it was cross borders. And they did find that they were on the land of that uh, tribe, that native tribe. Okay. Um, it started with an M. Uh, for the life of me, I can't remember the mochi. Something sounds sort of like that tribe, and they—that's what I was saying. They—they they found they weren't very friendly. They were on their land, but um. But I'm talking about military testing sites. No, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I, I was just saying that maybe you got it confused with the border of that. No, I native. I had literally heard that they <clears throat> may have come upon military testing site. Yeah, there had been reports that. That well, may have another been a thing, possibility because the government was being so hush hush about it. Yeah, their clothes were the had radiation. Their their clothes were radioactive. It was a s- small amount of radiation, and the whole area Dyatlov Pass was irradiated after they started finding these bodies. Um, so they took clothes. The people that took clothes from the ones that had already died that had radiation in the clothes. Right. And um, I mean, it doesn't. It makes sense to me. They couldn't find their way back to the camp. I mean, it was pitch black. There's nothing. Right. There's literally nothing out there. Well, when they were talking about witnesses seeing light in the sky mm. and hearing previous stories of them maybe accidentally crossing into a testing site, a military, te- a government-run testing site, to me that kind of indicates with the amount of trauma on their body that there may have been tests with maybe bombs some sort of explosion some sort of you know uh propulsion <laughs> mechanism oh, any, any, you know anything that could have propelled for them and caused that much trauma yeah. onto their bodies for a second i was thinking you were like the military found them and just beat them to death but no I was no like, no i was i, I was, was like it would be easier to just take them just make them disappear yeah <laughs> right we, we have no idea hey, what you're talking that, about you know that um there's a lot of like rumors that the soviet union back then were ruthless yeah I've watched interviews with people that were like, they did not care. If you did, if you stepped out of line, you, they would kill you. Right. And no one would know what happened to you. You would just disappear. Well, that's so what I was, I'm saying. If they ran across a border into a military testing site and they're like, and we they were found, yeah. they may have been so scared to, you know, or they started seeing lights and stuff like that. They may have been so scared to rip up the back and start running well, the, oh, God. another one is the, is a Yeti, and there's a really interesting photo if you can find it that one of them took. And there's a theory that they have been they were running from something. They had been tracking them for several days. They were trying to get away from it, and they couldn't get away from it. And one of the photos has what looks like a Bigfoot, like probably a hundred feet away, like just kind of grabbing onto a tree, like moving. But they apparently from the photographs, there were more than just one of them. So they feel like they were. It's Literally, like a tribe like of Yeti trying to get as far away as they could, and then and the thing is, is that from their goal where they were is is not that far. So they, I mean, they they think they were trying to get away from a Yeti. That's another thing. But there were zero footprints. There were the only footprints found. There were nine sets of footprints. 
Well, if and a, there weren't any large footprints, there were, you know what I mean? Like, if that would, Bigfoot and Yeti have lived this far, lived this long without anybody really having true evidence of them, yeah, I see then it. to me, they they're smart enough to cover up their tracks if they do exist. So, but sure with, with radiation picture. being involved and with the government going, oh, yeah, it was just exposure to the elements, uh, and that's how they died. Yeah, well, of course you can list. You know, the thing is, is they that they considered it to th- some of the injuries to not be life threatening. So the, that's why they labeled it as hypothermia. It's like, well, that wasn't life threatening. So he died from exposure. And it's like, but that's fine that he died from exposure. But how did he get that beat up? How are people right. in how different that, tra- that how trauma? Are, in how are people that are in different locations this beat up? Right. Like, Getting this type of trauma for no reason. Right. Like, I can understand, like, if they're all grouped in one thing, that something happened, they may, you know, but, like, when you've got people between the campsite that are, that are you know, riddled with trauma, and then people over here that have burns, and, like, where do you get burned from in minus 30 degrees? And now, uh, granted, Besides it could be... frostbite. Frostbite. Yeah. But I last think they would have frostbite known. does not have radioactive if, properties involved. If anyone it. is an expert on frostbite, it's people that live in Siberia. So, right. I don't, you know, if they take the time to mention burns they would have i feel like they would have said it was frostbite instead of burns i feel like to me that burns may have indicated some sort of charring around whatever clothes they had on or the skin was charred in a certain way because radiation burns don't even char the skin it's just blistery yeah so there had and and that's kind of what frostbite looks like it's just red and blistery so there had to have been something else to be like no that's that's a burn frostbite also does not have radioactive properties it's just Frostbite. Well, it was the, the, the clothes had the radioactive properties. The things that That's I was looking yeah. up here is uh, either Russia doesn't keep the records that we do, or they don't make them readily available to the public. I literally found like three UFO sightings for Russia. They there's, don't make anything. Not, you can't find a lot of stuff. They, uh, yeah, China was, and Russia do do not make anything and, publicly available across the world. And the tribes and that what, were in the, uh, the people here think path. we do, but we don't. No. We get now, just we, enough to make you think that we're enough, not. To make we give think more we're transparent, than we're not. the other countries. Right. But the, the ins but and outs nothing, of our government. It's nothing, nah. Yeah, it's nothing important. No, you know? no. and it, if you request it, it's all of it is redacted. Yeah. All of it. Mm-hmm. The uh, the tribes that were in the Dyatlov Pass uh, are the Mansi and the Nanti. And the Mansi were the ones the uh, Mansi, that's the ones. that appeared as suspects. In the incident, but um, they ruled them out later because they found that there's never been any history of like human sacrifice or cannibalism, and um, they know that area really well, and uh, they kind of have a hard time believing that they would have seen people camping on the side of the mountain during a storm as some sort of threat, right? You know, I mean, if they live out there, they know how it gets. They could have gotten nine, pissed nine about people. It, but why are you going to go kill people? You know what I mean? Right. Of course, you know, the tribes are, you know, the, the couple of tribes that haven't ever been contacted with anybody that tries to go near, they shoot arrows and yeah, uh, they killed that uh, missionary. Yeah. yeah. Well, the missionary was trying to force themselves. But, you know, that's tropical. The tribe. That's tropical. These are hikers. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they haven't been, con- these people are known. They've have some sort of contact with the outside world. Well, and the hikers um, are aware of yeah. if they were as experienced Good. of yeah. hikers as they I'm sure they plan we don't on, need to go to this side because of they're X. aware of the the tribes 
that yeah. are there. They're aware right. of all of that. And then, but in an emergency, you're going to do what you have to do. I mean, but what caused the emergency? They is got the lost. Question. They got lost out uh, of their tent. No, 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 no. So I'm talking about from their tent. What caused them to rip open? Okay, yeah, instead okay. of using the entrance, what caused them to leave their tent exposed? Well, that's what one of the things clothes. was. The experts was like, that was a death sentence. Like even opening your tent like that, right? Like just ripping they it knew, open. And they running. knew that once they did that, that they could not go back. They had to find other shelter because right. it's open. I mean, it's minus fucking thirty degrees outside. Right. Well, um, even at at freezing temperatures here. You do something like that in no in no clothing, you're in the you're exposed you, and you will yeah. die at that temperature. Thirty two negative thirty two degrees. I'm surprised they lasted as long as they did. Yeah, me too. I'm surprised they were able to walk one and a half right. kilometers. Right. My question is And I could be wrong about scared that. Scared them. The enough. way that I read it the, the the distances and things on that were weird, but there was one and a half kilometers and then 500 meters of what I read or 1,600 feet from where the tracks ended on the edge of a forest. They found the tree and the right. two bodies in the fire. But, but that, yeah, at minus 30. At how minus the 30. Fuck you walk that far naked? Barefooted, naked, everything. But that was my question from the get go. They literally said, we're going to take our chances naked what would make you running exactly what would rather than trying to stay put what would make you say that there's right and then you have witnesses saying we saw these bright lights which to me indicates they saw that something similar in that situation and they were much closer yeah, there's and they pictures were like, of it. There's, we're going to take our chances they, in staying here. Uh, one of the dudes took pictures of the lights and stuff. Right, with this we're going to take our chances camera. leaving yeah. and staying here. It, it's minus thirty outside. Let's fucking right. leave. Like I'd be like, bro. Right, right. You would think <laughs> that we, at least one of them would be like, mm, that may be not. That may not be a bad yeah. idea. Let's go ahead and at least put our socks on. And, and the our thing shoes. is, they knew how long it was going to take, so. I, I kind of have a hard time believing that it was some sort of like new. They were like, this is going to take a month. This right. is going to literally take us two to three weeks to do this. I have to be in that mindset to do that. That's just like going to Mars. No, I'm not going to go. I don't want to do it mm-hmm. as much as I want. would like to go to Mars and see it. Um, I'm not sitting on a spaceship for six months. Right. Cramped to think, knowing that I have no fucking way back. But that's the thing, too. <laughs> they're going to a level three. They're trying to get a level three certification. Which means that they were already yeah. extremely experienced. It's not like they had never gone on some sort of hiking trek like mm. this. And they knew before. what those temperatures. They had they, to know. They were like, right. we either die in the tent or we die out they there. They were experienced. <laughs> To get a level three certification, they knew the chances they were taking. So something scared them enough Mm -hmm. to leave everything behind, all their survival gear, everything, including the basic clothes, which are clothing. Something was so scary to them that they said our odds of surviving are better better (laughs) running naked out of the torn back of this tent than staying put. Right. So to me, and that's the other question, there was significant trauma like they were hit by a car, right? The only other thing, it couldn't have been another man or woman. No, they said that, specifically said that no human alone could have caused that damage. You know what could? 
a bomb. Humans, humans with weapons. A bomb. They said one of the um, bruises on one of the girls looked like someone hit. It was like a, a baton hit. Right. But shrapnel from a bomb can right. do that. When you have a bomb that is blowing at a certain amount, a mile an hour, and it's ripping limbs off they were at the of wrong, trees they were and the, rocks. They were on the wrong end of a missile test, huh? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's ripping limbs and rocks and all the, the brain well, the stuff, thing and is, it gets whacked out at you. No, you don't understand. The thing is, is that there, there was nothing like that. There was no, the trees weren't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna there go was ahead and no say ex- this. There was no other evidence. And I'm gonna of look like a, I'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist. But, but the government doesn't have to tell you that that's what happened. That Russia they, let you know happened. Right. That's what I was saying. Is that nobody else went out there to look? Right. There is a monument out there for them, though. I'm sure there is. After everything's grown back. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know the <laughs> what was it? The Tunguska incident. You remember that? Where mm-hmm. that meteor came in and blew up mm-hmm. and it like leveled like acres mm-hmm. of forest um but that wasn't like the case there wasn't so i mean i agree that it's possible this covered up like that and um they actually the soviet government covered this up for three years before they even told the public about that's, it that's well and and that's what i was kind the of family uh, of these people hitting at the because, family of these people for three years had no idea what happened to their family. Well, members. and that's that and to then, me is another know. sign they were involved oh, yeah. in, in some way. They could have been. There's no way everything that we have proof of that they've given us proof of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, indicates that it was it was a, an anomaly that was not human. Mm-hmm. That was not a tribe. It, you know, people talk about aliens and all that stuff. It, when I first heard about this story, it was surrounded by alien theory. It, it yeah, had something yeah. to do with aliens, it, blah, blah, blah. Everybody blah. thinks fucking and, aliens. And yeah. I was like, you know, if you think about, like, you try to compare it to what we what we know. And mm-hmm. what we know is that in the U.S., when we're testing new military equipment, it's going to be in isolated locations. Normally, Usually the, the desert. Usually the desert. Uh, right in unpopulated locations or very small, you know, very very few amount of humans mm-hmm. involved, and it's it's government property. Well, the same is with other countries, <laughs> Russia especially. Yeah. Oh no, Russia and China are the worst. They're right. not gonna let you know. What and but anyway. they have a lot of government property that is in very isolated locations. And they're not going to let you know in the middle of the woods that this is part of the government property. So when they decide to test certain equipment, out, yeah, they don't know you're out there. They're not gonna, they don't know you're out there. They they have no idea unless you tr- you know you have to have a pass or something. That's the funny thing is that like you know we talk about it like they had an emergency and they had to camp somewhere, right? And like right. I always I don't know I just because I have so much experience like related to like aviation like. You have a plan, mm-hmm. but if there's an emergency, that plan goes out the fucking window. Right. If you need to get somewhere, you need to get somewhere, and you need to huddle down. And I feel like that's what they did. They realized they were in a, in a bad situation, and I feel like they found the best place they could do, and, and they put a tent there, and they camped. And I think that they just wrong place. They chose they the wrong far place. Enough. Yeah, and um, as far as what attacked them, I have no idea. Could it have been a Yeti? Sure, I guess. But I, I haven't seen anything about people encountering and having, like, that negative of an encounter. Like, there's been reports of rocks being thrown and, and just to get you out of the area. 
there's never been a report of anybody being killed or attacked also, by a Bigfoot or a Yeti, that, you know. So I've it also, just leads me to believe that's abnormal behavior. And although know, it could I've also be never possible, heard of a Yeti. I don't think it um, is. Rubbing off radioactive properties onto clothing. Do you all know the Yeti? Exactly. I, it, I, and people talk checked, about that. Nobody's part ever of it too. About They it. were like, "Well, how did the where did the radiation come from?" And well, everybody's like, "Well, I don't know." That's the biggest thing. The, You've got experience. The only other thing <laughs> I can think of is it's like the Tunguska thing. Maybe a small meteorite came in. It could. Nobody I mean, knows. That's, but what, that's I'm what I'm saying. The government could cover that up too. It's such a great. <laughs> story because it's got all of the things it's got like aliens it's got like government cover-ups it's got right. all this shit going well, there you're never gonna know because we're never gonna know. we don't they can't tell us because it's russia yeah russia will never tell us shit and they may have pictures and and stuff that we'll never see oh i guarantee you they do and so they may know what's going on i 100 percent believe if they couldn't even tell the family members for three for years three years yeah because no doctor in their right mind is going to go, oh, yeah, they just died of exposure. And that's, There's no way. exactly, And that's that's what pisses me off about that UFO report. Oh, we don't have any any evidence. I'm like, you can look at how that vehicle flies, and right. you can tell that that is not terrestrial. Right. That if China had that technology, we would not we fucking would, be a free nation right now. First of all, we would know it. Yeah, because <laughs> they would be bombing the shit out of us right. with it, and we wouldn't be able to do anything with it. Um, and if it was us, then of course we would own all the oil in the planet because we would right. take that. Uh, so don't blow smoke up my ass and tell me that you can't tell me that that's, you can't right. prove that that's extraterrestrial. The way that those things fly and the shit that they, people have said. No. It doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense because if we had that technology, they wouldn't be flaunting it. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be doing it in places where people would see. Mm -hmm. It would be in the most remote areas of they the planet. They would show us when they wanted to. Exactly. And they would make a big production of it. Yeah. Of basically, looky, looky, what we have. And it's basically to put everybody fault. else in check. Like, <laughs> right. This is what we have. Do you want to be on the receiving end of this? No. Right. Well, then no, I suggest. It was, it's basically a warning. You, yeah. You now know what um, we have. We've waited this long. Good luck. That's what I've always said to people. I'm like, look, if aliens wanted us dead, we'd be dead. Yeah. If they wanted no, this they're planet. they're curious. If they wanted this planet, they would have this planet. Yeah. Because if they can get to this planet in the first place. Then they have way better weapons than we do. Way better technology than we do. <laughs> uh, but they don't have Will Smith. There sir. is a chance well, that the only advancement in their technology is propulsion. And they have the shittiest weapons ever conceived. Right. But if you can produce the amount of energy that it takes to travel interstellar, like interstellar travel then you can produce right. a weapon with enough energy <laughs> to kill a human being and you don't the funny <laughs> thing is is that they don't even have to use uh weapons like um weapons with adverse effects is the thing is is from like orbit they can fire weapons it's that with such a high speed that it's without a nuclear warhead it's like a nuclear warhead went yeah. off like i mean if you shoot a they said it was like a They've been testing it like a telephone pole-sized object impacting the planet at like 15,000 miles an hour, which they can do from like a satellite or spaceship, has the equivalency of the Hiroshima oh, shit. explosion. Yeah. With, but without the But without the radiation. nuclear yeah, the fallout. fallout. Yeah. And that's terrifying. That like, It is terrifying. I mean, could you imagine that that's like a real thing? I mean, all yeah, it, I know we joke about it, but I think that's why people started focusing on having 
Space Force. <laughs> I I it's know that the sa- I know space that, lasers. Listen, I know that sounds. I I know. Okay, empty. I know it's all a huge <laughs> joke, but we are getting to that point where we have to. No, if you don't, we do have to monitor that, that. That's a that thing. There part. are airplanes that have lasers on them that can yeah. shoot down missiles. There's satellites that can shoot down missiles. We do have to monitor um, that. <laughs> I yeah. mean. But they you have know. satellites that have these telephone-sized projectiles that are like almost tactical nukes that they can, yeah. they can literally fire it, and it has a rocket that... And it doesn't give up. It's full-blast rocket from the satellite keeps going until it runs out of fuel to accelerate as fast as mm-hmm. it can. And it can take out a city the size of New York, like level it. No. I just wish With they would have no, something else. Energy. With no difficulty. Yeah, that's just kinetic energy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, could you imagine like three of those? Just like, but that's what, bam, that's, bam, bam. I, and that's what I'm saying. Like we, everybody jokes about it. I've joked about it. I think it's the, I think the name is the most hilarious part. Yeah, that, uh, but it is a concern. Yeah, it is I, a I, huge concern. I've always thought, like sitting there, like how that would happen. Like if we have satellites, I try to like put myself. There's the equipment for that in the um, in, like a modern version of like Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. Like we're all sitting there just like chilling on TV, and the next thing you know, it was like. You look outside. It was just, it's just bright a cloud. I mean, like it was a cloud, it. and it was very bright. Yeah, that's then, all you knew. Um, you know, you and then either you're done. It either destroys what you're in, or you try to evade the fallout. Mm-hmm. And um, it could be no warning. And I feel like that would happen. I feel like they wouldn't. They wouldn't notify us. No, there wouldn't be a warning. I feel like there would be zero like, warning. That would cause so much panic mm-hmm. that the only warning would be after the first one hit. That everybody yeah. else would be like, yeah. "We're on alert." Like, <laughs> I feel like they would. Yeah, let but the it first would be the hit. major cities, so everyone would know that it's real. It would be the major uh, cities: L.A., Seattle, New York, gone. It would be, and that would probably would the first be three. New impacts. York, L.A., D.C. D.C. Yeah, D.C. would probably be the first. D.C. Target. would be number one, and then it would be the L.A. Is, and then it would be New York. Us in Alabama, and Alabama, like Atlanta, we're and in then... a, in a pocket of yeah. like mm-hmm. we can't go north. Like if shit hits in D.C., uh, say they take out Fort Worth. Uh, Memphis is a target. We're in a pocket. Like they've got Miami on the south. They're going to hit. They've got Atlanta, Memphis. Maybe yeah. they got DC. We're we're stuck. Yep. If they hit anything in Texas, depending on that, whichever way the winds are blowing, we're fucked in out in the southeast. Honestly, yeah. Because honestly, I mean, LA, well, especially the East Coast. There's so much. The East just so Coast. Much, nothing. They're fine. Like anything to this side. To fine. be honest with you, besides LA, besides LA West Coast, the East Coast is completely fucked. Oh no, we're yeah. fucked. Yeah, we either go Anything to east Gulf of the Shore, we either go to the Gulf Coast, or we go to the Midwest. You get on a boat, or we go to the Midwest in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and then we end up at that island that's sinking. Yes, right. But like, I mean, you know, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Everybody laughs about the the getting under the desk. I was like, you don't understand. No, that, that I was like, you don't understand. This isn't to you. When they're teaching you this, this isn't um, you're in the direct. This is the, to avoid the fallout. Yeah, that like, would, that's you get not... under the desk because the more things that you're under, like fallout hits the roof. Some of it leaks through. Mm-hmm. Then it hits the drop ceiling, and then it stops most of it. And some of it leaks through. Then it hits the desk, mm-hmm. and then it goes. So it's just you. It's, it's buying you time to let the initial explosion. You know, it's filtering. Yeah, is basically, what and, it's doing. and then at that point, everybody's evacuating, right? You know, and because the hopefully ones you that, know where to go with that. The point. ones that are near near it, they're gone. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's completely decimated. And I so hope that that's like, me. Well, you know, it's 
everybody does laugh about the whole desk covering and stuff like that. No, that's for the people that are not near it. Yeah. Well, you have I no don't idea. Hope, like, I don't let me be near it. I don't give a shit. I mean, oh, no, don't let me be in fallout zone. Just I don't just end look, me. I've said this plenty of times before. I do not have any desire to live in a post-apocalyptic world. Maybe that makes me lazy. Maybe that makes me an idiot. But I don't. I feel want like it makes take, us efficient. I don't want to live with no air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know what? I don't want to not be able to go to Walmart and get me a steak for the night. I, you know, I, mean, I have no desire. And maybe Emily does. Maybe Theo does. I have zero desire to survive. Honestly, like the only thing, like me personally, <laughs> if I do survive, whatever. Me personally, I don't. I wouldn't want to do it. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine my kids. Like, I, to, like my in, my instinct yeah. is to protect them. So I would want to <sighs> to survive a poke. You know, that's a good. That's a good point. Keep them from dying. Okay. If Emily and Theo are going to survive, I need to be here. Right. If we're all going to die at the same time. Yeah, but if, any, if it's all of us, that's fine. But I don't want them... You don't want to, like, die and then you know that, and know that Gavin's out here trying to... Yeah, that they're exposed. Fucking hunt for food and shit. Right, yeah, that they're yeah. exposed. Yeah, I mean, he's not ready for that. Because if <laughs> we're... That's totally not bussing. Because no, if, that is not, if we're what, honest... What that is, is not bussing. If we're honest, that's what he's going to do. He's going to wake up and be like, this ain't bussing, bro. <laughs> Him and Gabe both, they're going to be like... If they're smart... Ma, they would take ma. like clothes and throw them out in the front yard so people think the house had already been right. ransacked. No protein. I am I'm no protein, not ma. a hunter gatherer. I can fish. You're not a hunter gatherer? I mm. think that if it I will came hunt down and gather to it, as much as I need to. I think that if it came down to it, yeah, you I would. could survive. Instinctually, and I would survive. Honestly, Randy, instinctually, it would kick in. It and, would. And, yeah. it, and okay. the thing is... In, in, in a post-apocalyptic world, absolutely. That, that instinct That's what I'm talking in. about right now. But like, if no. you and the thing were is, all like, look, you're going to be all naked and afraid, fuck no, that, look, I'm not eating those berries. The thing right. is, I'm not signing up for the that. The thing is, is this. I'm calling Randy. I'm calling you. I'm calling Nate. I'm calling mm. Dickerson. And I'm saying, where the fuck are y'all? Let's meet. Like, before mm. all the shit dies. Yeah. It's like, 5.30 p.m., I'm going to be here. Let's all meet. We need right. to start. A commune, like, like, gather, you know, like no, it's literally gather as much as you can. Yeah, I would what be like, you think on the way, steal as much shit as you can <laughs> right. steal, and, clothes, right. food, medicine, I, rob a fucking drugstore, medicine especially. I don't give a fuck about money. Leave the banks, like we need Weapons. medicine, and I also steal some weed plants because we're gonna sell that right. shit. Right, seeds, <laughs> Se- seeds, <laughs> seeds. We're gonna grow a farm. Um, no, but it would be everything. No, grab everything you yeah. can. Mm-hmm. This is the location we're at. I mean, this is where we're meeting. This is where we're meeting, and this is what we bring. Need. If you have a car, bring it. If you don't, like, I, honestly, let me know where to pick you up. At to what be time. quite honest with you, I feel like a car is a detriment because I feel like it's a target. Everybody that can wants we, that type of transportation, can we steal a helicopter? They're going to attack you. Yeah, I'm not kidding. They they will attack you. I feel like that's putting a huge the target thing, on your back. The best thing is going to be is that when we're, I'm like, so you better start walking. No, the best thing is going to be like... <laughs> and squatting. I'm going to go training. to Randy, and I'm going to be like, um, we're going to go to uh, Fort Rucker, and we're going to steal a Black Hawk that's full of minigun ammo. Do you know how to fly a, a helicopter? Mm-hmm. You do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have to teach me, because you'll have to need to back up. I'm teach everybody. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you want to learn to fly this bitch? Not, Let's go. Not, not Take some kids. lessons, not, motherfucker. Not the kids, though. Hey, at that point, 
There won't be any regulations. I'll just get you to solo. I'm we'll like, have yeah. to. Um, we'll have to steal <laughs> contacts, though. Uh, we'll have to keep making maps. Because I'm, of I'm pretty blind. I, we would have the best advantage because we would have aerial recon on fucking lock. People would join us because they'd be hey, like, "Hey, what's that place that um, was shut two down? People, two people on each side, and you just orbit." Water place in Alabama. Um, That's where we're going. The one where you're you're oh, yeah, yeah, Belfont. We'll, we'll go there. Yeah. That's where we're going. That's but a anyway, good river to fish, too. That's where we're going. I'm just saying, people are going to be shooting at us with, like, AR-15s, and I'm like, Randy, light them, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, do, you, <laughs> do you understand how much of a ninja I am? No, I'm coming in guns blazing, because they need to know the firepower have, that we have. They anger, need to know that when the helicopter comes over, they need to fucking get out of the way. Do you light. understand how much anger this tiny body has? A lot. And 97% and would think, like anger. to would like to join in jungle warfare look i'm I just mean, saying yeah, yeah randy randy and i self randy and i have the skills i can fly i was a medic randy did ems he's good we're valuable in the post-apocalypse are you saying i'm not valuable? I'm just saying that like maybe not as much <laughs> how's your head you, randy, <laughs> do you feel you, you feel like i'm not as valuable hey can you put five round center mass within 10 seconds from an ar uh you want to test okay, it i'm yep. gonna I'm going to say Dina is valuable. I have seen her with a bow and arrow. No, Dina. Yeah, have you seen me with a gun? No. Of course, Dina is valuable. Dina. Yes, yes I have. You know, but the it thing, was dark, so I didn't what's know. What's going to be great know, dark. is that it's going to be a council, and it's just going to be us three. No, here's the and deal. We're gonna, here's the we're deal. I have, the entire, I have yes. been on a gun range since I was literally a toddler. Since you were hurting other toddlers. Since to I was in 29 Palms. So I've are you good with a, Are you a good door gunner from a helicopter? Oh, you know what we're getting though for real? An AC one thirty. Oh my god! With the hundred and five millimeter. Yes. I want to I'm create Randy. sticky bombs. Randy, they're talking shit down there, and he's like, <laughs> no, 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 which, no, no, which no, town? No. <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. You don't need that much. What you want is silence. No, nobody's so going to see an so AC one thirty. No. No. Why would you not want people to know? Why that you would have you? That why would you? I would. You don't want a target. That's how. That's why you need me. The people because listen, you put a target if I can on take, yourself. If I can get an AC one thirty and operate it and have someone to shoot hundred and five millimeter cannon rounds at people, but there would don't. be no one within a thousand miles that could yeah. fuck with us because I'd be like Randy. They're starting shit. Get in. Yeah, but, we go, okay, <laughs> just okay. So, I'll just but fly talking, over their camp and Randy be like, "Yep, okay." But you're talking like, with your dick. You're not no. talking tactically. Tactically, you do not want people to know what you've got in your garage. You're you assuming people, that there's going to be people left. There's going to be communication <laughs> going on. Like, I don't think there's going to be many communication. There will be communication between the vehicles that have radios. Like, if I'm in a hell, you know what I mean, or a, a Humvee that we steal from the army. There's radios in there. I don't. You know what are they going to do? Send a messenger pigeon, motherfucker? We actually looked at a Humvee cannon. in a. In a bid, <laughs> you, I think that's going to be Matt's next vehicle. Is a Humvee? Yeah, just a vehicle to go back and forth to work. I'm just I love saying Humvees. that, like actual true Humvees, I don't like them. not the stupid the H3s and H2s. That's retarded. Yeah. No, I'm talking true Humvees. So mm -mm. I'm just saying that there will be a lot of people that will have. They'll do that. They'll go for the Humvees. But the thing is, is I'll just fly an Apache. And I'll shoot you from 10 kilometers away with a Hellfire missile, and you won't know what happened. Yeah, Look, I'm give just... me a lifted Suzuki Samurai, and... 
You know did what? You, you just, don't even need. Did you literally just curl your lip at a Humvee and you just said Suzuki Samurai? You're not going to survive the first week. Why? Why? Tell me why. Are you kidding me? Tell Are me, you kidding tell me? me that a samurai you can't me? go okay, first further of all, first of all, than a first, Humvee First of all, listen to me right now. You will not know. We will not have that in our commune. How, how, tell me how no. it can. We will have Apaches and we will have Humvees. That's what we will have. Fuck your Humvee. I'll drive the samurai. No, you will not. Yeah, I will. I will drag you. I will put you over my shoulder and you will go into Shorter the wheelbase. goddamn Humvee. Shorter wheelbase. Not as wide. You're not dying on my watch. (laughs) Further. You're not dying on my watch. You want to die by yourself, you walk off. But you're not dying in a Suzuki. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) No, first of all, embarrassing. Post-apocalypse. Don't care. care. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) No, I will pick you up. Barbarian style over my shoulder and go, nay, sir. Good luck. We're not doing it. I don't need luck. I know. You will not be stepping foot in a goddamn. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care. I'll get a, I'll get a Suzuki Samurai and a Geo Tracker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, sir. I would feel more comfortable doing a golf cart. <laughs> we can have one of those, too. We could. No, I'm going to get an Orion Sand Reaper. Okay. Oh, those are badass. Like, I literally want one. Oh. <laughs> you never seen one? I have, yeah. Oh, man, I want one. They're street legal. You talking about the three-wheeled thing? No, 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 no. That's that's the slingshot. Okay. Uh, well, anyways, that was a, that's a good conversation. I mean, it, it's depressing that we'll never really know. What happened the, to those dudes? Yeah, what happened to those people. I yeah. mean... You know, and their families won't exactly it's, know. It's so weird. It is, uh, it's bizarre, but it, it's not to me. No, sir. Uh, Ash Brown happening. That looks like a tractor, scooter, golf cart. You will die day three. <laughs> That's day the only three. thing is that making it past that first week, I think I'd have a problem with uh, finding Jesus, everybody no. and like, getting I, together. No. I don't have to be in your commune. Oh, you don't have a choice? Oh, you thought you, you thought there were you choices here. You think you have here? a choice of what I drive? Yes. You don't. I do. You don't. <laughs> you will not die on my. You know watch. how easy supply runs will be with a helicopter. You will not. But we don't need that nonsense. We don't need the golf cart. Oh, you don't want a helicopter? No, I don't want that. That shit that he just showed. No, Why we'll not? have the helicopter. Why not have that? Mm-hmm. It's a vehicle. I want to be in a hoodie. At this point, look, listen, listen, listen. At this point, a vehicle is a fucking vehicle. Anything There's a that reason you can why the military B, still use Humvees. And why people are still alive. Those are those extra armored ones. Because you know why? That's the ones we need. That's you know the why? ones I'm talking about. Well, I don't about. think we're going to have many IEDs laying around. That's the only reason Re- those extra... Who's going to... You understand that there's probably going to be zombies. There won't be zombies. There won't be. And the thing that's sad is that I think a lot of people would have genuine, like, let's rebuild society, like, no, vibes. We shouldn't. But I also <laughs> feel like there will be a lot of people back. that just want to see the world burn. Yeah. And I think those people will thrive in the situ- in that sort of situation. And that's why our commune will be number one. Yeah, because we'll have the firepower to just be like, no. And no. yeah, we will not yeah. build society when people back. Come to, when people come to us and threaten us, like, you either give us this or we're going to destroy you, that's when we get in the C-130. They won't, mm-hmm. though, because we'll have And Randy we'll have puts about 705 millimeter shells right into the center of town. We won't True. have those little tap, 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 knock, knock, knock yeah. on our door because that, because first of all, if the moat doesn't get them, with our lasered platypi, platypi, and the thing is, is that <laughs> punchy shrimp. we're going to be able to shrimp. access 
hella military bases from the air. Like, right. Hella. They have no choice. An ammunition a C-130 can carry? If there aren't any zombies, <laughs> we will create the zombies. Can we get an A-10? Brandy's like, no, yeah, I'll have one. Listen, if, if, there's yeah. no, if there are no zombies, we can create the zombies. Do you think that SR-71 Blackbird at Huntsville works? It doesn't. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It wouldn't, I wouldn't say that would be a useful, mainly because... I just like, want to go fast. Well, mainly because <laughs> it wouldn't be useful because, like, so when they fuel it on the ground, you, you, the uh, SR-71 um, is very loose in its design, like the plates and fuel tanks and stuff so when they fuel it up they like literally have to fuel it at the runway because it leaks like a sieve because all the tanks are open yeah and so it fuels then they immediately like it's just dripping jet fuel they go out take off and then once they take off they go up and hit the tanker because the fuselage expands because it goes so fast right and once they get up to like Mach 2 or 3 it it seals itself tight and holds all the fuel in. So they take, they fuel full, take off, hit the tanker, climb up to like 80,000 feet and go take pictures before they run out of fuel. So you have to be pretty good at hitting the tanker. Yeah. Hmm. Which is difficult. Oh. It's difficult, but it's not that hard. Well, that was a good conversation. I really love, I actually really like. Dina likes all my topics. That story. I do. I do. <laughs> she hates all mine because they're all lists. Randy's like, let's talk about the 14, uh, let's talk about the 13 Alabama ghosts and Jeffrey. Just go to the occult museum. Go back. Go back. And we're just like, okay, Randy, tell us about number one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just going, okay. And Dina's like, I like, no, I like all of our subjects, honestly. We pick, we pick good subjects. I will say that I do like these new microphones. I do too. This has become my primary one at home. I'm glad you... I would have forgotten this shit if you hadn't said anything. Yeah. Did you remind me? I, I thought about yeah. it at like 2.30 in the morning. I was like, ooh, I know he's asleep, but at least he can see this when he gets up. <laughs> oh, because um, I was worried about that the other day. I was like, us, I may, us going I back and forth. I honestly may buy another one of these because yeah. it's so good that like people I talked to online, they were like, did, did you, you get upgrade? a headset? Yeah, they were like, did you get a headset? Because I have a, it's called a blue snowball. It just sits on top of this. Yeah. Basically this exact thing, but it's just kind of back on the desk. And I was like, no, and he's like, dude, that whatever you did sounds five hundred times better yeah. than what you were before. And he's like, but what you had before wasn't bad. He's like, but I prefer listening no, to this. No, I mean, what we had before. He's like, he's like, I can't hear anything in the background. Like, he's like, before when you were you just can sitting hear everything. There, yeah, he's like, you're just sitting there. I can hear the fan and the air conditioning. Like, yeah. I can hear all this stuff. He's like, now I don't hear anything just us sitting here like you can tell there is a significant difference our old mics were not bad no at all but we're not there in is a, a significant we're difference. not in a treated environment right so hey we will be yeah we will we will mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in case you're and curious come, we're gonna this, we're gonna have a full rather studio than later. what the what hey i told you know uh, remind me to tell you guys something after we quit recording okay by curious no you will be curious about i'm this. already by curious no i'm not i'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not anywho but uh, lovetto that was a really good subject so anyways anything else we want to add uh i want to know where we can find us i don't Dina. know randy where can we find us is it the gimel it's on the gimel gmail i think that's gmail yeah yeah, yeah. hydrogen stupid hydrogen at gmail dot here's what you do Grab your phone, Android, iPhone, doesn't matter. What about a... Um, you can get a laptop, 
a tablet. What about a Blackberry? A desktop. Blackberry? A Blackberry. What about a Asus ROG phone? Yes. What about a Suzuki? What about a Nokia? Nah. 91, 200. Oh, I miss them. I don't, I don't know. Here's what you do. Dude, I... Open up your browser of choice. Safari? Okay. Open. Type in... Chrome? www. <laughs> Just type in stupid hydrogen. Okay. Done. Fucking find us. Right. I pushed it. Nothing came up. Mm. Okay. Well, then... You can... Uh, maybe specifically yeah, you can search in... In a couple of uh, social Facebook, media sites. I'm not... Twitter, Instagram... I, I feel bad about lying. I TikTok. Didn't, TikTok. I didn't type that in. I'm going to do it now. Gmail... Gmail. Just type in stupid hydrogen and all the things. Right. And patreon.com forward slash stupid hydrogen for hey, if we're not your if we're not your flavor, maybe one of your friends thinks that we're their flavor. So just tell them to try us out. We're not on we are not on the first page of Google. (laughs) 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 The first Google result from stupid hot you son of a bitch. You mean hydrogen and stupidity? No. Randy said Search stupid hydrogen. So I search stupid hydrogen. The first result on stupid hydrogen is from spglobal.com. <laughs> and it says, Why begin quote, mind bogglingly stupid, end quote, hydrogen power cars, powered cars are not going away. Yeah. Hydrogen cars are stupid. Uh, Elon Musk, hydrogen stupid. <laughs> okay, so. Shit, if we can get. No, no. Hydrogen if, if is we stupidity? Can get, if we can get. Holy shit. No, okay, so seriously, like if you type in a Google search, you just yeah. do stupid hydrogen. You no. Oh. Look at that. Click that right there. No, no, no. Click that. Yeah, I know. Oh. But what I'm saying is if you don't put the space in between stupid and hydrogen, we are the first thing that comes up. Really? Yeah. Our Instagram, wow. Instagram our Twitter, hi- and, or Facebook, Twitter and, and Facebook. And Podbean. And so Podbean. We're literally the stupid first hydrogen? Result. Yeah. No, no space in that. Just one word stupid hydrogen. We're literally the first four Google results. That's weird. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, guys. And, wait, oh, wait. Five. Five. Six. six. What? Six. Uh, We're the top six Google results on stupid hydrogen with no space. Yeah. Oh. And then, okay. then well, go down one, and then we're number eight, <laughs> nine, ten. What? Yeah. Are you serious? We we are no, all literally, but look, one it's right on there. the first. Oh, shit page of google if you just type in stupid hydrogen no spaces weird uh, okay well guys check us out so yeah, anyways yeah. guys um, check it out bro. i love you guys i love you and guys we love you and love we you are more. so appreciative of you listening to us and putting up with us and Damn. giving us a chance and we really just our continued goal is to make you laugh and <coughs> to talk about some interesting things every now and then so um and to listen to dina talk shit about any idea i have ever you brought up fucking suzuki (laughs) you did you did it to randy you did this to yourself but the thing is is that okay Suzuki that he was talking about is not that bad okay bye there's no testifying